Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit geico.com. So, all the drama tonight revolves around two things. The fly on Mike Pence's head for the vice presidential debate, and the final four innings of the Dodgers and the Padres first on the fly. Okay. Because it's, it's crazy how we had this entire president vice presidential debate. And you know, that's the thing, Mike, about, I think this is a reflection of who we are in in society is that whenever it's something, it doesn't matter what the substance is, but if there's just something that we can take away and go, Oh, Hey, well, that, that, that oversees everything else, right? Like remember when, when debates used to be just boring and oh, it was, sure. oh, someone, you know, someone scored a big uh, um, point with that uh, with that mention there. But realize it's like 
okay, wow, I'm watching a debate, and I'm, it's really for the diehards to understand what's being said and what's being talked about, and all right, I kind of get it. And now forget it. Now the debates are, are like it's a free-for-all, and whatever is said <laughs> when people are yelling at each other, when people are saying it, doesn't matter. It does, just as long as it's something that I can take away and go, oh, my goodness, I didn't really understand that answer about the economy, but did you see the fly on Mike Pence's head? I mean, really, the fly on Mike Pence's head that landed and was there for two minutes is all the people are going to remember about this debate. Nothing else. Everything else going on, we're voting, you know, in, inside of a month, and it's and, and we're getting down to time, and it's a really weird time for us here. But no, no, no. Here's the only vice presidential debate, and there's like 500,000 tweets about the fly on Mike Pence's head. There's like four tweets about the economy. There's like two tweets about what's going on. No, no, no. Let's all talk about the fly. That's going to be everything for everybody because I can make a fun meme. I can reference Jeff Goldblum. I can do a meme where I, I put Jeff Goldblum head from the fly on Mike Pence's head and that's a fly and a fly and boy I'll tell you if you watch the fly in 1986 Jeff Goldblum's head did not look good at the end of it that's all we take away from it now just just give me something that we can make fun of and have fun of on the internet and go viral and I can have a photoshop and a fun meme that I can send to my friends that's all I care about we don't we don't need anything else I don't need anything else of substance from the debate just give me the fly on Pence's head that's all we need well but isn't that generally how most things are done anymore how can I condense it to a sound bite a, a meme, a gif, and, and, and you move on. And and when we look at the debate, it's the watching on the Twitterverse, obviously paying attention for our purposes to the greatness that were these MLB playoff games tonight. But in, in the Twitterverse, it was, oh, look how civil they are. Back and forth, okay, Pence being o- going over time, all right, so those complaints began. And then it became about the fly. And then there was one incident uh, where Miss Harris said, I'm speaking. And so that became a meme, like instantly. But otherwise, it was a fly. And anything you could do with flies. Ty Shirts had his playlist with songs having to do with flies. If you'd like to get in on that, at How About a Fresca, at Swollen Dome. Uh, If you can make them slide over baby fly songs. Uh, see fly songs nicely done uh, that you could pull that together but uh, yeah it, it's forgettable it's all about the fly and then people making uh, references to Pence looking like uh, Cotton from King of the Hill <laughs> blank and A Cotton blank and A no no uh, different Cotton man come on now <laughs> yeah but when you say Cotton what does everybody think of of course you think of that of course you do you think of Jason, Jason That's Bateman. a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see if it pays off. Uh, so with the fly now receding and all the drama becoming about what happened with the Dodgers and the Padres, listen, this is another chance that everybody gets to see the type of player and baseball player between the lines that Manny Machado is. All right, his talent has never been questioned. But once he got to that white-hot spotlight of the Dodgers and he made questionable plays in the World Series, dirty plays in the World Series that were indefensible, also doing the very famous interview of, oh, you know, I'm not Johnny Hustle, I'm not going to hustle all the time. Whoa, whoa, this is who you really are, Manny Machado. We loved you when you just raked and and, and you played for the Orioles and, and you were a great player on a 
really bad team. Now everybody gets to know you, and this is the image you put out there. Now, I always want people to be who they are, but my goodness, Manny Machado, you know, the, the, the spike plays at first base in the World Series, his statements, the Dodgers couldn't wait to get rid of him. Doesn't mean he's not talented, doesn't mean he's not a terrific player, but you take a look at the teams that wanted him in free agency after that was over. It was the Padres and nobody else. Right, it was hey, sure, you coming to us? Yep. It's like yeah. Le'Veon Bell when he's like, "I'm going to be a free agent." Oh, will you come with the Jets? And remember, he tweeted out, "Not enough money in the world for me to come run with the Jets." Then who was the only team that wanted him? The Jets, and it was hey, come on, we knew you were coming, we knew you were coming. <laughs> the Padres were a team that 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 was on the way up, and they were trying to get that blend of of up and coming pitchers, up and coming players with some young veterans. They had a chance to go get an incredibly talented player in Machado and nobody else wanted him because he turned a lot of teams off with his play. He wanted to go to the Yankees, but what did Brian Cashman say when that happened? You know what? I don't think the no hustle thing is going to play in New York. Mm -hmm. And that was it. There was nothing after that. All he had to do was say, yeah, the not hustling thing, that's not going to play in New York. And so they knew we're done. Sorry, Manny. If you can't hustle and then you talk about not hustling and saying that that's kind of what you do, we can't sign you. And a lot of teams crossed him off because, all right, that's going to be too big an issue with us. You can't just come in and and just lay it up. But the Padres had a need, and it was, we don't really have any stars, so come on, you'll be our guy. And things have worked out great. Padres are on the way up. My dark horse pick to go to the World Series. And then what happened tonight happened to illustrate again, because it's been a couple of years, who Manny Machado is. Now, why did it happen? It happened because of the sixth inning in this game. An inning before, Manny Machado hit a home run off of Clayton Kershaw. Part of back-to-back home runs that Kershaw gave up to make the Dodgers 4-1 lead and turn it into a 4-3 lead. Machado hit this home run, and he knew it was gone right away, and he turned, yelled blankety-blank, and he took his bat, and he just threw it. Back to the dugout, which is like Reckless a backflip on an steroids. endangerment, by the way. Right. He's he's just taking that bat and throwing at the dugout. When I walked out to talk to my wife about it, uh, Pam saw that she was. He didn't do that to the Dodgers dugout. I go, no, 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 no. He's not. No, no one's that. Oh, stupid. that would have been next level. <laughs> you just throw your bat. He runs down and throws it at the Dodger dugout. <laughs> Take that! <laughs> so he throws his bat back at his dugout to get everybody riled up and pumped up. Now, hey, that's what you do. There, it's the bat flip and, and hitting a home run has become more acceptable in baseball the past few years, and that was cool and that was fine. You want a bat flip? You do that. That's awesome. But now we fast forward to the sixth inning. So it's just an inning before Manny Machado bat flip shows up Kershaw shows up the Dodgers. But this is how you play the game now. So okay. Then Fernando Tatis Jr. comes up with a chance for the Padres to take the lead in the sixth inning, and Cody Bellinger said, not today. No balls, no strikes. And Tatis with a fly ball to center field and deep. Bellinger going back to the wall. He leaps and makes a spectacular catch. Cody Bellinger robs Tatis of a two-run home run. His glove was six or seven inches over the yellow line and straightaway center. A spectacular catch. Charlie Steiner, AM570 on the call. It was absolutely spectacular. It's not underselling that. He made one of the most difficult plays you can make as a center fielder because you're going straight back on the ball. It's one thing to make a great play when you have to run to the left or run to the right because you can run at an angle and you can track the ball with your eyes. 
when you're running straight back, you have to worry about the wall. You don't know where you are. You're judging on your field when you hit the warning track. It's the most difficult play to make is to go straight back as an outfielder, specifically as a center fielder. And he goes all the way back, leaps up. His glove is that far over the wall. It was a home run by Tatis, and Bellinger pulls it back in. The Dodgers celebrate like you would expect them to. And it sounds pretty loud in the ballpark because there's no fans. And so you're seeing the Dodgers and they're doing body high fives and they're yelling. And and Gratterall, who was pitching for the Dodgers, uh, throws his glove up in the air in celebration. Well, Manny Machado really didn't like that. And I mean, he really didn't like that. And he (laughs) made sure the Dodgers knew about it. Take a listen. He throws the glove and then blows a kiss over to Manny Machado, who didn't like him throwing the glove. Manny says, you, you. Max says, no, you. Tempers flaring between two teams that play very emotionally charged games during the regular season. You figured it would continue into these higher stakes matchups. It was tight game two. FS1 on the call. Machado gets to the... Uh, coming back comes onto the field now because he's the next batter so he's coming from the from the uh dugout or coming from the on-deck circle and he starts yelling blank you blank you at Gratterall didn't like that Bruce Dahl Gratterall threw his glove up in the air to celebrate so he's yelling blank you blank you blank you the Dodgers all see this Gratterall kind of does the fun thing kind of smiles and waves to him because you know look Gratterall's like 6'2 270 so he's a big dude <laughs> so it's yeah. not like he's got to worry you know he's not running he's, he's not Nick Punto where he's gonna be like hey <laughs> everything's cool man everything's cool so Gratterall kind of smiles and waves at him. The Dodgers get all shades of upset. As you heard the play-by-play there, Max Muncy comes out of the dugout and is yelling, blank you, blank, and yelling and pointing to get off the field. Now, the best part, one of the best parts about baseball now, uh, the silver lining of no fans, is you can hear what a lot of people are saying. And when you see it on TV, you can see what a lot of people are saying. So you can see Muncy going, blank you, you blank, blank you, you blank, get off the field. It is really tense. Machado makes it out the next inning. Gratterall is pitching, and as Machado is walking off the field, you can see Gratterall with his glove over his mouth yelling, and you know he is blank, blank, and Machado on his way off the field it is some kind of drama now the game ends in the ninth joe kelly closes it out we broke that down a little bit ago we'll have more on that with john paul morosi but this is really about machado mike and showing you that this is the player that he is there's nothing wrong with bat flipping after a home run but it's okay for you to throw your bat in celebration for a home run but a player makes a catch on the other team and they celebrate and you're mad at that you're mad you threw your bat the pitcher throws his glove up in the air and you're mad at that I, I, I mean, really, I mean, what kind of baby are you if you're Manny Machado? Oh, it's okay for me to do that, but you can't do that. And, and this is just who Manny Machado is. As good as he is, he wants to find a way to remind us, yes, this is, how, th- this is the kind of player I am that I'm going to show no class in this situation. Again, no issue with throwing the bat. You celebrate this is how baseball is now, man. You celebrate and, and you have to figure things out as how you want to celebrate, and that's great. You want to throw the bat, that's fine. But this is Manny Machado saying, hey, look, man, I can be as low class as I was a couple of years ago. Nothing, nothing's changed me. A couple of years being out of the spotlight, I'm still the same guy. Look at me. Yeah, I. It's so disappointing, right? The, it's in our business. Oftentimes, uh, you see it. Guys that are the quickest to lash out at players for decisions or their personal lives or whatever else. You poke a little fun at them, and they get 
salty and soft and defensive and start calling you all the names in the book saying, how dare you talk to me like that? It's like, that's your whole shtick. That's, that's what you've been doing forever. So, uh, you know, calm down. That's Machado here. Right, That's the identity of these San Diego Padres that we've celebrated, right? Baseball's fun. Everybody got mad when Tatis hit the grand slam. What did we say on this show? Good! You got a couple more guys with personality. And Machado, the hustling thing, and, and, and you know, not, not the guy I was looking to have the White Sox spend $300 million for. So, look, gave the Padres uh, a veteran identity as Tatis Jr. and these other guys roll up. See, could have been a White Sox uh, player for a long time. Instead, uh, we had James Shields, but I digress. Uh, But (laughs) when you're going to celebrate every win, every home run, and and I love that that guys do it. I mean, I've always loved it in the NFL. You score on someone, you celebrate. You score to make it 50 to nothing, you celebrate. If they're mad about it, too damn bad. Your job is to stop them. Okay, <laughs> until the buzzer sounds or the final gun or whatever analogy euphemism we want to use. Uh, but when we we talk about this, I loved what Gra- Gratterall did. Right, folks, are like ah, that was too far. It's like screw that. It's an entertainment <laughs> vehicle, and now you've got the Padres are interesting. The Padres are relevant, and they should be solid for years to come, unless something uh, unseen. You know, unforeseen happens here, right? Yeah, you need a little more pitching. Yeah, there's probably another place or two in the lineup to fortify. But now you've got, you know, I always hate to use the term rivalry, right? Because until you beat them and get up to that level, well, it's not really a rivalry. It's still one-sided. You may hate each other, but you're not really a rival. <laughs> but you're you're on the road to where it's at least interesting every series, right? It's got some gravitas. It's got some interest, and you're leaning forward, waiting to see what's going to happen next. Not just in the result, but in between the lines with every pitch, with every smirk, with every blank you. And that's where we're at with these Padres. Yeah, this is interesting. This is fun. But, yes, Manny Machado should be sent a gross of binkies for uh, not recognizing that's kind of your act, dude. And they just called you on it. (laughs) Twitter at how about a fresco? Mike gets swollen dome. That's just who Manny Machado is. Last week is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports to add to this week's excitement. DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the app store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. This is your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code JS. That's my initials, JS. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the Week 5 action. Enter code JS to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code JS only at DraftKings. Make it rain, R-E-I-G-N. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Coming up next, we'll go live to Texas. John Paul Morosi reports, after covering the Dodgers' big win over the Padres, the Machado drama, what is next for the team favored to win it all? Do they still have a closer? Keep it right here. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Yes, it's the fly night. Uh, Not a fly night for Kenley Jansen. Could not close out the Dodgers' victory over the San Diego Padres. Joe Kelly comes in in a contentious ninth inning. 
and gets out of a bases-loaded jam. The Dodgers beat the Padres 6-5 to in a game marked by Manny Machado uh, and Dodger players screaming at each other after Machado was not happy with the Dodgers celebrating a great catch by Cody Bellinger over the wall in center field in the sixth inning. Uh, this game had it all. Joining us now from Texas, where he's covering this for Fox Sports 1, MLB Network, our baseball insider, the latest he has ever been on with us before. It is John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, man? I'm doing great. And, yeah, I think you're right. So this is 125 Eastern. Goodness gracious. By, by now, I'm usually in my jammies, but that's not the case tonight. I'm sitting here still uh, with, with my uh, coat and tie on here in a, in a very quiet press box at beautiful Globe Life Field, basically basically by myself. It's, it's actually kind of a pretty unique moment right now. But uh, we, this was a great game to watch. And I tell you, I mean, you're describing the, the catch by Bellinger. My goodness gracious! I mean, this is—I've been been blessed to see a lot of pretty cool games, and just the, the facts that we had—you know, there's a handful of family members here, and of course the media, but you, the, the crowds in the hundreds that, that actually witnessed that. So I, I feel really lucky that I saw that in person, and it really the celebration—you saw it on, on the FS1 broadcast, and Joe Davis and John Smoltz and Kevin Rosenthal did such a great job with it tonight. You you saw just the joy of the Dodger players, Chris Taylor running over to meet Bellinger. They were all just so excited. And I think in that moment you just saw how invested they all are, even in this unique year, challenging year. It was it was just a great it was a great baseball moment. You had an ascendant player in Tatis trying to put his team ahead and Bellinger denying it at the wall. This you cannot script things like this. It just happens. And October baseball is magic. You know, the, the funny thing, though, is obviously it was that great moment for the Dodgers, and then Manny Machado gets involved. And, JP, I just can't get over it. He just looked like such a baby because the, the inning before, he has the mother of all bat flips after hitting a home run off of Kershaw, throws his bat to the dugout, but he gets mad that Gratterall throws his glove up in the air in celebration of, of, of Bellinger's catch. He starts cursing, yelling at Dodger players on the field. They're yelling at him to get off the field. You can tell the, the tension is palpable there. I mean, what do you make of Machado and, and, and what went on there after Bellinger's catch? Well, I, I tend to agree that, that if you're going to flip your bat, that fair is fair. And, and there's going to be emotion shown back toward you. And that's, that's got to all be okay. And, and to me, my general statement on this, and of course we've all had ample opportunities to consider where we stand on this issue in baseball in the last decade, is that emotion on the field is either okay or it's not and, it, and I'm in the camp that it's okay and so if it's okay then it's all got to be okay and, and we can't pick and choose well this kind of emotion is okay and this kind is not no it, 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 as long as it's within the rules of course then it should be permitted and should be accepted and now Manny can react however he wants to but the question is was he, was he justified in taking offense to what Gretarol did the justification, I would say, is quite low given what he had just done the previous inning, in, in my humble opinion. Uh, now, but I, I think overall, I'll take a step back and say this was a, a very tense game, a lot of emotion. I was totally cool with Manny throwing his bat. I was totally cool with Gretarol blowing a kiss in Manny's direction, which is what he did. I was totally cool with everybody being excited. It was a great moment. There was, there was, there was nothing wrong with everybody smiling and getting all excited on the field. That, to me, that's, that's all good stuff. This is all good, clean fun. So I, I, I think that, uh, to, your, to, to your question, do I think uh, Mr. Machado was a little uh, inconsistent in his position regarding 
celebrating on the field? I would say that based on what we saw tonight, the answer to that question is yes. I'll tell you what, JP, I mean, we're out here in Los Angeles, as you know, so the idea that Joe Kelly would have gotten Tatis to record the final out, I think we were all waiting to see what the celebration from Joe Kelly would have been. Uh, But the fact that I'm talking about Joe Kelly finishing (laughs) the game – Right. That I'm, ta- that I'm talking about Joe Kelly finishing the game is the story that now goes forward with yeah. the Dodgers and Kenley Jansen. Right. And and Dave Roberts said after the game that he's going to give this some thought, that he has to think about things. And and clearly, again, objectively speaking, Dave Roberts has been incredibly patient with Kenley Jansen. He's given him many opportunities. And the reality is sometimes, uh, I remember back with the Cardinals in 11, uh, with Jason Mott becoming the closer by the end, they had no closer uh, that year, and they still won the World Series. And I, I think Ryan Franklin, he had, he had been the, the closer earlier, and then he struggled. So I, I think that it's a tough thing to do to switch closers in the postseason, but it's apparent to me that that Kenley is not their most trusted reliever. But the question now, and this is really where it gets delicate, to me, there's no question that if uh, in game three, if there's a ninth inning situation and, and and you have Tatis and Machado leading off the ninth, Trinan's in that game or Gradwell's in that game. Kenley's Gradwell. not in the game. Ken, yeah. yeah. Kenley, Kenley has not faced those two guys at all in this series, and that's by design. Like The way Dave Roberts lined it up when the series began was exactly correct. You, you, you don't think about innings and margins so much as you think about Areas of the lineup. They had a three-run lead, and they were facing the back half of the lineup. That was that's Kenley's assignment. And once the lineup turned over from and he couldn't get Grisham, they had to bring in somebody else to face the top of the order. And, and they're going to do that every single time. If this series goes five games, and if Kenley Jansen faces Tatis or Machado with the game in any kind of doubt, it is it is not at all what the Dodgers planned. I mean, that is not the idea. And if they win this series, and if they play the Braves in the next round, guess what? He's not going to face Acuna or Freeman or Ozuna either. He is he is a back half of the lineup guy, and that's fine. But that's but I really think without Dave Roberts saying it explicitly, that is who he is right now. And and the Dodgers, everybody, and Kenley too. I think they all have to sort of get used to the idea. The the, the really the really tough, and I don't think they'll do this, but the really difficult decision comes. Okay, at some point in time, if you don't trust them to, to sort of face certain guys with, with, with the deficit being whatever it is, is, is he even on the roster for the next round? I would still say the answer to that question is yes, but this is a really good team with a lot of really good pitchers who, who really offer you different looks and different things. Uh, you're starting to get to the point where you, you wonder, you're starting to cross off how many situations he's really going to pitch in, and, and tonight I think you started crossing off even more scenarios in which you're going to trust him going forward. You know, the thing is, JP, is that now, obviously, yes, Dave Roberts did say it without saying. Instead of saying, he's our guy, we love him, and making a decision, it's, I'm going to look at this going forward. So if, if you were Dave Roberts, if you were Dodger manager, how do you handle the ninth inning now? I mean, do you try to get Mariano Rivera to come pitch for you? Like, how do the Dodgers <laughs> handle the ninth now? No, I, I think it's it's Trinan or it's uh, or it's Gratterall. Or depending on the circumstance, you may you could end a game with you could end a game with May. You could end a game with uh, you know Gonsolin really hasn't done that before. Uh, you could end the game with McGee. Uh, you know McGee's pitched for Team USA. He's pitched you know at a high level for a long time. Trinan's an all-star closer in the past. 
I mean, I, I would trust. I would trust trying to close in the game. You know, it's not maybe your first choice. I, I mean, I at this point in time, I you know, and, and Kelly had a hard time. Uh, Kelly had a hard time finding the zone with quality stuff. But but I, to me, I think it's equivalent trust factor between Kelly and and Jansen right now. It, it's a it's a toss up. The, the cutter is just not moving the way that it used to, and 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 he is a pitcher, Jansen. That when that velocity diminishes a little bit, it's a different situation almost instantaneously. Kelly's got margin for error because Kelly throws a hundred. Uh, Gratterall throws a hundred. This is a this is a power power game, and and there is a there is room for guys that don't throw a hundred. Uh, Kershaw still doesn't really throw a hundred, obviously, but it's just it's a different thing in the ninth inning, especially when you think about the way the Dodger bullpen has worked for a long time. You're now seeing the seventh eighth inning guys. Throwing a hundred, and then all of a sudden Kelly comes in the game throwing like eight, nine miles an hour lower than that, and sometimes in the high eighties. And you're saying, okay, we got a chance now. And the the body language of the Padre hitters told you that those were confident at bats. They were not they were not afraid. And I think that is there is that thing, and, and closers go through it. Sometimes they get it back, but um, you know, once a closer loses that aura of invincibility, it changes things. And I think that we're well past that with Jansen right now. He's a great guy. I looked it up today. He's been with the organization since 2004, 16 years, okay, starting as a catcher from Curacao. I mean, he's an amazing record in this organization, but it's really hard to try to honor that and then while also winning the first championship for this franchise in a long time. So there's there's a lot of emotions going on right now for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Mobile Geico Studios on the hotline with us. Fox Sports 1, MLB Network. He's everywhere. He's our buddy John Paul Morosi at John Morosi on Twitter. J-O-N Morosi. Leave out the H uh, for savings. Hi, Mom. Uh, so, JP, uh, I'm going to move to the Yankees for a moment. Number one, sure. Trevor Bauer's already waving at them saying, hey, you might need another starter. <laughs> How about Are they that, ruining the, the day I mean, they didn't what, add that extra one? What, what, a great, what a great use of Twitter. By, by the way, it is, there is a 100% chance, 100% chance, I'll just say this right now, and you can clip this and save it. The, the, the person who scoops the Trevor Bauer signing this winter will be Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Uh, usually, usually they have to wait for the physical. You think this guy's going to wait for the physical? He's going to basically say, I'm in peak physical condition. I've got the best arm in the world, and I'm signing with T-Max. Boom. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, you know, like, like, done. That's it. So I, I just wanted to get that prediction out there. Like He's going he's gonna to do that 100%. Bauer scoops the Bauer signing, for sure. Uh, JP, uh, let's talk about the Yankees real quick for a minute because, I look, I picked the Yankees to go to the World Series. I was feeling great after Game 1, not so much after Game 2 and Game 3, and I go back to why didn't the Yankees make a trade for a starting pitcher at the deadline again? Uh, are the Yankees in a ton of trouble, or is this still a series where, hey, they can take the next two because you know who would want to pitch in Game 5 if he had to? Yeah, no, and then Cole's ready to pitch Game 5, I'm sure. Uh, you know, Now Montgomery's going to have to pitch Game 4. I, it goes back to, and I know it's been talked about a lot in in New York. What what happened with with Happ and Garcia in Game Two it didn't really make a ton of sense to me. Looking back at it, like what, what were they really doing there? Uh, especially because, you know, if if you like Garcia enough to start him, then start him. And if you like, and Happ has actually pitched pretty well down the stretch, he deserved a game to actually start. So instead, you kind of 
you use both those guys in one game and you lose it. And so now you got to have Montgomery in game four and your bullpen's in a little bit disarray. You only got four innings from Tanaka today, so you had to have uh, Sessa in the game early. It's just, the, you know, the, the game in these series, guys, they have a way of reminding you of, of, of both your good deeds and your sins. And they started, the Yankees got a little bit too clever with game two. You win game one, what are you doing? And, and I think that they, they've now been chasing the series ever since then. And now all of a sudden they're one loss away from winter. And it's a, it's a staggering situation. They've got Judge and Stanton both playing well in for power. Uh, LeMayu, I think, is you know, overall obviously had a great playoff as well. They, they just they cannot figure out the pitching. Uh, you know, should they have made a trade for a starter? Probably. Uh, but I, I think that there was a way to manage their existing personnel in a manner that was better than what they've done. And it's not Aaron Boone's fault. This is an organizational thing. And they're up against a really good team. The, the Rays have incredible depth. And, and they're, they are in real peril. It's not just some you know, fancy, fun narrative here. The, the Yankees are in legit trouble right now. My Rays. <laughs> you can follow my Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports 1 Insider. And you are all alone right now at the stadium, JP. There's nobody else There's there? There's probably like five other people left. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you this. I show up here Sunday, and, and, and uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys team was getting out. All the Cowboy fans were all sad leaving. And then I remember something. Then I remember something. That I am from Michigan. And I have nothing to say to anybody about it, the NFL. I can't say a word to anybody about that. No, it's what not. What playoff wins is 1957? I got nothing. But you know what you can do right now? Wait, are you in an area where if you yell out, like, the whole ballpark can hear you? Uh, I mean, it probably can. I, I, I will not be yelling, though, because there, there are I have all kinds of uh, COVID-19 monitors all around me. So I, I got to behave. Because I wanted you to just yell once really loud, let's go Mets. For the entire All ballpark right. to hear. I probably can't do that. <laughs> JP, you're the best, buddy. <laughs> Great talk. Breach of contract right there. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. Get some that, sleep, my friend. That. We'll can't talk to that. you soon. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> Finding nope, a way to say. can't do it. Won't do it. Never I, I can't do it. it. No, 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 no. There's something happening. There's some kind of regulation that's stopping me from yelling, let's go, Mets. Usually it's like, yeah, what do you need, buddy? How are you? <laughs> no, I can't do that. No. Some great stuff there by JP because, you know, Mike, listen, we talked about this right after the game was over. Kenley Jansen clearly is not the same guy. And when a closer loses that intimidation part of his aura, his persona, he can't really close anymore because we said, look, you go into that ninth inning with confidence. We can hit the ball. We Hey, this is not where... Here comes Rivera. Here comes Trevor Hoffman. Yep. Here comes somebody that's going to shut us down. This is, hey, we got a chance now because Jansen's not the same guy. And when you lose that, you can't really close. I wonder if Jansen's even going to be a closer after this year when you get into next year. Maybe he's a guy that's got to pitch the eighth inning now because I didn't throw as hard as some of the other guys. But the, the I, I made this bold prediction. I told you it's going to happen. He will not warm up for the ninth inning of a game by himself the rest of the postseason. Then he comes in to pitch the ninth. There'll be somebody ready, and maybe he doesn't come in when it's 6-3. Maybe he comes in in certain situations, but clearly it's not going to be his job anymore. Dave Roberts as much as said it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Got the play of the night coming your way in a couple of minutes. Let me guess what it's going to be. Uh, but in addition to all the big baseball drama we've had tonight on the show, there are some big NFL stories today, and Mike and I are going to do something a little different here. We're going to try to do three NFL stories in three minutes. You ready to go, Boom. my friend? Let's go. All right. Number one, NFL is now living dangerously with COVID-19. Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots had a positive test today following the game against the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was shown talking to Stephon Gilmore after the game in close quarters. Hopefully he doesn't come up positive. 
right now the National Football League is at a crossroads. They're where Major League Baseball was the beginning of the season where things could unravel fast. They have to treat COVID-19 serious, and there's got to be a plan at some point where the NFL says if we get further outbreaks, we do have a plan for the back half of the season where we'll change games and build in bye weeks because people need it right now because right now, Mike, the NFL seems like they're treating COVID-19 like it's a foe on the field Sunday they can defeat, which is ridiculous because clearly they're not dealing with it the right way. As we've talked about all along, we would have played this game like coaches always coach in quarters. Here's four weeks, bye week. Solve whatever issues you have. Move forward. But uh, now they've got to act quickly uh, and, and make sure they've got plan B. Apparently, J.J. Watt was the guy who got Bill O'Brien fired as head coach and general manager of the Houston Texans. It was revealed today that Watt got in a huge argument with O'Brien in the days leading up to the Texans game on Sunday. He and their defensive coordinator were shouting at Bill O'Brien, and that's when Bill O'Brien lost the team. You know, it always happens to people like this, Mike. When someone has a lot of say-so, they wind up not having any sort of sense of self or any self-awareness because Bill O'Brien has to know, if I lose another game here, I'm going to get fired. And still he coached like, this is still my fiefdom in my kingdom, and it's no surprise that he got fired because that's just who he's been. Guys have to learn from their mistakes. He never did. I will put it in the Vince McMahon terms. Uh, Trader Bill screwed Trader Bill. (laughs) Bill O'Brien, the GM, screwed over Bill O'Brien, the coach. And uh, this is what we've got. Joe Flacco is going to start a quarterback for the Jets on Sunday. This is how it's going to go. He's going to throw like five touchdowns against the Cardinals. The Jets will win a couple of games. It will show that it's not all Adam Gase who's terrible, but Sam Darnold who can't do anything with the offense. Flacco is going to play well. The Jets will win just enough games that they pick like sixth and not be able to get Trevor Lawrence in the draft because this is how it goes for the Jets. It's how it's going to <laughs> unfold. Guarantee. Um, the Cardinals give it up 250 yards and – Two touchdowns on average to opposing quarterbacks. Seven passing touchdowns allowed, one rushing. Don't think I'm going to see Joe Flacco get in the rushing touchdown column, uh, but they they are gettable. They don't have that that big pra- – the big question is, who's Joe Flacco throwing the ball to? That's what I want to know. Riddle me that, Batman. If you could solve that fantasy question, you're the hero of the day. And now the play of the night. Did you know that right now Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. Cody Bellinger, it's all yours. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 